everyone. Welcome back to The Road to Oz. I'm Chloe. And I'm Cassie. As we've stated in every episode, due to the outbreak of COVID-19, SUNY Oswego is not able to have traditional face-to-face visits. However, we wanted to make sure that you will still get up to experience the student perspective on our school and also learn about different aspects of our campus. In the creation of this podcast, we're using video chat call-ins to make sure we are maintaining social distance. Okay, so on today's episode, we're going to talk about our career services office as well as Excel and our experiences with both. Okay, so for our next guest, we have Gary Mora. So Gary, would you mind introducing yourself and telling us a little bit about what you do? Wow, sure. Uh, my name is Gary Morris, uh, and I'm the director of the Career Services Office here uh, at SUNY Oswego. And um, gosh, I, I think in a nutshell, my job is to um, create the best career services office anywhere. Uh, certainly within SUNY, maybe across the entire planet. That's our goal. Mm-hmm. Just about every day we get out of bed. So. <laughs> So can you talk a little bit about what um, Career Services is and where it's located? Sure. Um, Wow. Um, What is Career Services? That could go in so many different directions. Um, I I could probably try to bottom line it a little bit. Um, uh, Career Services at SUNY Oswego is um, a a department that, that tries to do really one thing at the end of every day. Um, and that is try to help students and alums um, discover this amazing life they're meant to live and help them compete for that life at the very highest level possible. Um, it's, it's one thing to go through that discovery process of self and major and career path and want something amazing. It's quite another thing to actually get that amazing thing. And so we pay very close attention to both sides of that equation. Um, that's probably, you know, at a, at a very basic level, what career services is all about. I could probably break that down into a few different categories. Um, I would say, you know, first and foremost, career services is about people. Um, it's about uh, the staff that we can bring to bear for our students' success. We have professional career coaches. Um, in a very cutting-edge industry-centric model on this campus. We have, on any given year, oh gosh, somewhere between 15 and 20, sometimes a little more, um, interns that work in our office in three or four different capacities. Um, I'd probably say career services is also um, a series of events. We have huge career fairs and etiquette events. Uh, We have smaller uh, guest speakers and alumni series. Um, We have these things called test drive your careers where we actually pile students in a van and go visit organizations throughout central New York. Um, We have networking events um, on campus in Syracuse, New York City, um, as far away as Boston um, to try to connect our students with employers and alumni in some very meaningful ways. we have conferences like healthcare conferences. We collaborate on things like backpack to briefcase for our seniors. Um, so events is probably another way I could describe career services. Um, maybe the third way, and then I'll stop, would be the services part of career services. Um, and that's a long list that I won't bore you with. But for example, we have a LinkedIn photo studio, and we can take darn close to professional headshots of our students for their LinkedIn profile or whatever they might need these for. We run a digital dirt squad 
um, where we have uh, a team that can help students um, assess their professional presence online and their reputation, help them get their LinkedIn uh, profile completely perfect. Uh, we've got a resource center uh, where students can walk in every day of the week, all day long for immediate help with any number of career-related activities. We teach classes on major and career exploration and exploring your strengths, help students with internships, search jobs, search all the documents. Um, and the list goes on and on and on. So I'll stop there. <laughs> Can you talk a little um, about where it's located too, just for um, students who didn't get a chance to come on campus um, and when they come to campus, if they're looking for you guys, where they'd find you? Yep, you bet. Um, that will probably change a little bit forever. Um, at this point, and probably forever, um, they can find us anywhere at any time. Um, I, I think one of the, the silver linings of this situation right now is that we have learned to not just exist or manage, but we've learned to thrive in a virtual environment and help our students in some really meaningful ways. Um, having said that, um, I don't think you can ever be like an in-person experience. Um, so uh, students can find us in Murano Campus Center. We're in 145. It's this complex called the Compass. Um, and so, yeah, that's where we are all day long over there. Great. And I know you just talked a little bit about the um, services that you guys provide. Do you have to pay for any of these resources? Yeah, that's, um, that's the great part about being at SUNY Oswego is um, everything we do, and it is considerable, um, everything we do, um, we do for free, and we do it for free for life. Um, so any student that is a student here at Oswego uh, truly pays nothing for anything we put on. Um, and anything we do is available to them for the rest of their life for free. Awesome. So how can a new first-year student or transfer student fully utilize the career services? Sorry, I, uh, I got the first part of that sentence, but then you cut out. Oh, you're fine. Um, so how can a new first-year student or transfer student fully utilize um, the career services? Wow, yeah. Um, I, I would say, uh, first and foremost, they can utilize it immediately. Um, we actually work with a lot of students who have committed to SUNY Oswego but have not arrived yet on campus. Um, we'll spend this summer meeting with students who've never actually been to campus or uh, who just visited and made that commitment to, the, to this college, um, and they just want to get a jump on their career. Um, so uh, first thing I would say is immediately we can meet with all of those students. Um, in fact, we can meet with students who are just thinking about whether they want to come to Oswego or not, um, which is um, something that's actually pretty popular with our prospective students kind of weighing their options. We can help them kind of figure out what SUNY Oswego offers from a career perspective. Um, you know, I, I'd say if, you know, you're coming into your first year at Oswego and, you know, if you're a first year student, um, it's possible that you may be somewhat unclear about a major or a, a career path that you want to follow, uh, which is totally okay and, and, and totally not unexpected at this stage. So many students are. And of course, if you're in this business for a while, you realize that even a lot of students who have declared a major coming in 
um, will go through this exploration process where they're really kind of like, is this the right decision for me? Did I make it for the right reasons? Do I want to explore other things that are either related or completely unrelated? And um, I think one of the best things we can do is help students, A, explore themselves. What are their interests when it comes right down to it? What are their values in life in general? Um, how do those things play into what would make an amazing life? And then based on that, what career path would support that amazing life? So we try to look at it a little bit backwards for most people. We look at it like, as I said in the beginning, what's the amazing life you want to live? And we try to figure that out. And then we back it all the way down to, okay, what major is going to support that? What activities during college will will position you to be the most competitive to get that amazing life? And we work out that plan and timeline with students um, and, and bringing to bear every tool, every resource, every person we have at our disposal, both in our office and outside our office. Um, it, it's, it's probably worth mentioning that we, we operate in an industry model. Um, most career centers um, everywhere, but certainly across SUNY, they operate in a general model, which is what we used to do. Um, so uh, if a student is an anthropology major, and they want to meet with me at nine o'clock, I help that student. And then I'm helping another student at 10 o'clock who might be a finance major wanting a career on Wall Street. Um, and then I help at 11 o'clock an undeclared student trying to figure out what's really important to them in life. And then I, you know, at three o'clock, I'm, I'm meeting with a different student about a completely different thing, maybe a biochemistry major who wants to work in a lab uh, in Atlanta, Georgia. And so under that model, I had to know everything about everything, which of course is impossible. In our new model, which we designed about three to four years ago, um, we have industry career coaches that specialize in a specific industry. So for example, um, if you are a student who's interested in going into the field of business, your career coach for all four years here and beyond is, is Tycho Kelly. She has made it her business to know everything there is to know about the world of business. She knows the career fields. She knows the job titles. She knows the search engines out there. She knows how to find internships and summer opportunities in the business field. She is tight with faculty in the business, uh, up in the school of business. Um, she knows the employers. She has the alumni connections. And what she does is she wraps all of that knowledge and that expertise around students who are interested in going into business. Now, if a student is going into, say, education, Tycho is not going to be a lot of help. She can help generally, but she's not an expert in education. That's why we have Jackie Wallace, who is an expert in education or human services. So um, we have developed a, a deeper level of assistance for all of our students based on this industry model where our career coaches really, really know what they're talking about and have the connections to move our students forward in very targeted ways. That's great. And then to move a little bit away from career services, to ask you a fun question. What do you love about SUNY Oswego, just like in general? Oh, man. Wow, how long do you have? <laughs> <laughs> um, I can probably talk about SUNY Oswego from, I mean, really three different angles. Uh, I was a student here, which is fantastic. I, I won't embarrass myself by saying how far back. Um, 
But I was a student here, and SUNY Oswego is the place where I became who I am today. And uh, as I reflect back on my student experience, uh, as I've done often over the years, um, I always I always come back to this. Um, and I and I've I said this even before I worked at SUNY Oswego. Um, SUNY Oswego was a place that, as a student, it made me feel like this college was built just for me. Um, the place really focused on me and, and my development and my path and where I wanted to go. And it just felt like they built these walls, these sidewalks, these classrooms. They hired all these people just to get me going in life. And I've always carried that forward. And that's kind of the vibe that SUNY Oswego uh, still brings, I hope. Um, you know, now I'm an employee of Oswego and I'm also an alum of Oswego. And um, I mean, if, if I had to pick one thing, um, I would say, hands down, it's the people. I mean, yep, we've got an awesome sunset. You know, we're, we're basically Oceanside campus. You can throw a rock from one of our residence halls into the water, or well, four of our residence halls into the water, literally. Um, the place is beautiful, but it's really the people who have um, a heart for our students, uh, who are not just professionally invested in their success, um, but we are personally invested in their success. Um, and I know that's an institutional um, feeling. I can speak most directly to career services. Um, it is chock full of people who do not see this as a job. Um, this is not, this is, a, a, the job aspect of what we do is not why we do it. Um, you know, I, I, I look around at my staff and every single one of them could have practically done anything they wanted with their lives. Um, and they had to make a decision at some point, just like our students do, about what they really want to do professionally. And they had a thousand different options, and every single one of us chose, I want to work at this college, in this department, helping these students be amazing. Um, and that's what I think we bring, is um, the human capital side of SUNY Oswego is, is our greatest asset. Awesome. So do you have any general advice for an incoming student? Oh, man. Right. <laughs> so much. Um, I would say, uh, you know, I, I, I'm not obnoxious enough to think, well, career services should be the number one focus of their entire existence once they arrive on campus, right? There's a lot going on. I would say if you're an incoming student, get to campus, unpack, get settled, Learn, you know, to, to, to kind of work with your roommate, um, figure out where the bathrooms are, figure out where the dining halls are, figure out how to hit an academic groove you're comfortable with and be successful in that arena. And then just start putting some thought toward your future. Um, if, if, uh, if you ask any senior on this campus, um, they'll tell you the same thing. I can't believe it got here this fast. I can't believe it's over. I can't believe I'm here already. Um, and that's going to happen to every student that walks through these doors of a first year student or a transfer. Um, so I would say recognize that it's going to go faster than you think. And use Oswego as soon as you can as a resource for you, as a tool to move yourself forward. Um, don't think of SUNY Oswego as just some place where you know, quote, you go to college, unquote. This is what you do now. 
use this place as a launching pad to prepare the best possible you to move forward to the most amazing life possible upon graduation, which is going to get here in like 10 minutes, right? It's just going to be really fast. Use your time wisely. Um, the other, the other thing I would mention is recognize that this is a stepwise process. Um, you don't go from, I just unpacked and I moved into, okay, next summer, I would like an internship with Google. Um, anything amazing also becomes fairly competitive and um, recognize that you have to kind of move forward incrementally. I mean, unless like your mom owns Google, um, there's going to be a process of making yourself competitive over time. Um, so you might do some interesting things over break your first year, get some experience, get some involvement, join some organizations uh, somewhere during your first year. That's going to propel you to a leadership position on campus, maybe in your second year, which propels you to better internships in your second year summer, right? So by the time you get to your junior year and up into your senior year, with any luck, you are massively competitive for the best internships and experiences out there, which also make you massively competitive upon graduation. But it all starts with unpack, get settled, figure out the basics, and then start to put a plan in action. And, and you know, I think that's what um, career services can really help with is helping you see that end goal in mind and backing it all the way up to today and saying, all right, if you want to hit that mark somewhere in the future, this is what we need to do now, next week, next month, next summer, next year, and timeline this all out so you stay on track um, to amazing in the end. Yeah, I think Chloe and I can definitely relate to what you said about um, college going by really fast because we're seniors now, and it's, <laughs> it, does, it does. It goes really fast. Sure. Um, and then finally, Gary, is there anything else that you think a student should know about career services that you haven't mentioned? Oh, gosh. Um, I, you know, one thing I'd, I'd mention is, um, I, like, literally nothing will slow us down. Uh, I've been in this business for quite a while. I've seen the equivalent of a societal economic collapse multiple times in my career. You know, the dot-com bust, the housing bust, 9-11, and like two or three other things. Um, and every single time it feels like the sky is falling, and every single time we come back bigger, stronger, faster than ever before. And we're going to do exactly that this time. Um yeah, I know this is a little funky. It's a little different. It's global. Um, but there's not a doubt in my mind that our students will be wildly successful um, as, as we get through this. Um, the other thing is just to reiterate that um, uh, SUNY Oswego in general and career services specifically, um, you know, we, we are an institution that truly cares about our students. Um, we are chock full of people that could do anything they want with their professional lives and they have chosen this for very personal reasons um you know from a career services perspective i mean we care about our incoming students and we don't even know them yet and we care deeply about their success and their development their transition in and and being able to kind of move forward and frankly we'll care about them for the rest of their lives which is how long we're around for um we will never go away and we will be always there to support them 
with services, programs, events, tools, resources, whatever we have, um, is there forever. Um, and that's the kind of commitment I think we bring to, to a lot of our students. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us and talking about career services. We really appreciate it. Well, thank you for your time. I appreciate it. So Cassie's actually used career services before, so now she's going to talk about how she's used it, um, what she's used it for, and how it's helped her. So Cassie, do you want to talk a little bit about it? Yeah, so career services is actually an extremely, extremely helpful resource. I definitely recommend checking it out at some point. Um, I didn't use it for a couple of years. I think I started using it for the first time, like, my junior year, um, because that's when I really started needing, like, cover letters and resumes that were up-to-date and... Um, like professional, like really professional, because I was applying to internships and stuff like that. So I really just wanted to make sure that they were as good as they possibly could be. Um, and in the career services office, they have something that are called the campus compass navigators, which the compass is where career services is. And the compass navigators are kind of like interns and they will sit down with you pretty much at any time of day when the office is open. You can just walk in and they'll sit down with you and help you create a resume from scratch. If you don't have one, they'll look over it for you um, and give you like some feedback. They'll also help you with cover letters, which is really great. I've done it so many times because every time you go, usually it's like a different person that's there that helps you and they can give you like different types of feedback. Um, and you don't always have to take, like, their exact feedback. It's just kind of really helpful to be able to have somebody to help you with it. Um, and I know that when I was applying to law school, I, I went in, and there was a girl that was actually also in the midst of applying to law school. So she kind of helped me with my, um, like, statement of purpose that we had to send to the um, law schools when I was applying, and that was really helpful. Um, and then they also let you print your resume and cover letter if you need it on like really nice paper for free. Um, so I usually do that when I had like a, an in-person interview that I needed like a physical cover letter or resume, I would go in. And even if I didn't need any help on my resume, I could just go in and be like, Hey, I just want to print my resume. And then they would give you an option of a few different types of paper. Um, and you could print it and it like looked really nice, really professional rather than just having like a blank sheet of white paper. Um, another thing that I used was something called Digital Dirt that's out of the compass. Um, Digital Dirt is where another one of these camp compass navigators will sit down with you and look through your online presence. Um, I actually had to do this when I got my job as a Laker leader. The One of our assignments um, before the summer started was to go into to the compass and sit down with someone and have them look through your online presence. Um, so she sat down with me. Um, basically, she said everything on my um, social media was appropriate, which I kind of knew beforehand anyway because I've I'm usually really careful about that stuff. Um, but she did say, like, oh, maybe delete some of the pictures that you posted on Facebook when you were, like, 10. <laughs> because, like, those are, like, outdated and not really, like, what you represent anymore. So that's helpful as well. So there's definitely, like, huge perks using it. It's, it helps you with the little things because you. it's always nice to have someone to just check over your work. Awesome. So another office that's really similar to career services is Excel. So Excel stands for Experiential Courses and Engaged Learning, and they offer a variety of experiential learning opportunities where undergraduate and graduate students can experience active, dynamic learning and be introduced to the process of engaged learning outside the traditional classrooms. 
So students may serve their community and participate in their own learning process and derive meaning from the indication between ideas, experiences, and research, helping them to become job-ready graduates through internships, co-ops, service learnings, and courses. Yeah, and um, on top of that, um, straight from the Excel website, it talks about how they sponsor two full-year school-based programs which provide positive role models for children, including academic or social support, during critical periods of transition and development. Um, the program is called Focus Forward, and it basically matches college students with adolescents in surrounding school districts to help middle and high school students learn about goal setting, perseverance, and social transition. Um, it helps students um, interested in areas of counseling and social services or social sciences an opportunity to learn about the theory and implementation of child-centered non-directive play techniques in an elementary school to promote connectedness, self-esteem, and resilience. And that's the Oswego Children's Project, um, what I just talked about there. Yeah. Um, so since Cassie and I have both had internships throughout our time at SUNY Oswego, we've both had to use the Excel office. So we're now going to talk a little bit about our experiences and with it and how we used it. So Cassie, do you want to talk about your internship and how you got it for credit? Yeah, so um, I've had the internship in the admissions office for two semesters. This is my second semester. I had it last semester as well. But last semester, I didn't get it for credit because when you have an on-campus or off-campus internship, you can either get it for credit or without. And last semester, I didn't need the credit necessarily, so I just did it um, for pay. Um, and then this semester, I did it for internship credit um, and and got paid for it, which was great. And it's really easy to get the credit. So if you need it, like, don't be scared to, like, go to the Excel office and talk to them about how you get how you can get it. Um, basically, you have to do 40 hours per credit that you want. Um, so I'm taking my internship this semester for three credits, which means I only needed 120 hours for the whole semester, which I've definitely surpassed. Um, so just make sure that you know how many hours you can realistically put into it before you decide the amount of credits that you want. And then depending on the amount of credits that you're taking the internship for, you also need to do a certain amount of academic assignments throughout the semester. Um, so when you get the internship and you want to take it for credit, you also have to choose a, um, it's like a, it's like a faculty sponsor basically where they're the ones that you're submitting your academic assignments to. So this is separate from like your boss. So um, we have our supervisor, Karen, and then I have my separate faculty advisor, which is um, my academic advisor for my marketing major. And so she assigns me different academic assignments and then I complete them and hand them right into her. And then she reports back to the Excel office that I did them and that she approves of them and she thinks they're good. Um, and then at the end of the semester, you have to make sure to hand in all of your timesheets so that they know how many hours you did. Um, and you have to do like a, a final paper, a final like reflection paper. Um, but overall, it's a good experience. It's not too much work to take it for credit. It's really just the academic assignments that you have to keep on top of. Um, but the less credits that you're taking it for, the less academic assignments you have to do. And then the more you are taking it for, the more academic assignments that you have to do. So I definitely recommend it if you need it. Um, it's nice for like your second semester senior year, I think, because I was able to take one less like in-person class and just have, since I was gonna be doing the internship anyways, it was nice that I was able to just get three credits for it to replace that with like another class that I would have taken. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> um, and I did an internship 
both on campus and off campus. I didn't do credit for either of them um, because I didn't need the credit for it. So, I because I came in with a lot of AP credits, which was just whack. I stressed myself out way too much in high school. Um, but it was fine. It was worth it. So, <laughs> I did the weekday information program intern on campus um, in the admissions office where um, I got paid for it. It was a great experience just to do it, even though it, was, it didn't have anything to do within my major. Um, it was fun to still get to like talk to people, run programs, um, take on the extra leadership responsibility. It looked really good on my resume. And then off campus over the summer, um, I interned at the Chautauqua Daily, which is in Chautauqua, New York, and that was more towards my major. So um, I was the editorial office manager since I'm PR. Um, and not strictly journalism, and I got to do press releases, and I interacted with the community, and I helped, um, like, design a program page that went out every week of all the different events going on on campus, and I got to sit and listen to lectures from people like Ira Glass, um, and Frank Oz, and Lewis Black, which was just awesome, um, and Trina Burke, so that was a lot of fun. I got to interact and, like, talk to a few of them, um, when they did, like, porch chats, um, I got even a little out of my comfort zone and wrote a few articles for them. So a lot, it was a lot of fun. Um, I definitely recommend trying to fill your summers with some sort of internship related to um, what you want to do because it, it lets you grow and it lets you kind of like gauge and see what you're interested in. So when I got to classes where I had to write a bunch of press releases and do that kind of stuff, I already had the experience um, from the summers that I had been doing it, um, that really helped. Thank you for listening and learning about career services in Excel as we continue on this journey adjusting into this digital age. If you have any questions for us or for any of our guests, please feel free to message us on Instagram at oswego underscore admission or email us at admis at oswego.edu. Stay safe, stay healthy, stay motivated, and stay positive.